one thing. Tell me so. everything, but don't spoil it. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unsolicited Book Reviews podcast, where we will keep it fun and keep it gay. Um, I am one of your co-hosts, Scott. And I'm KP. And we are so excited. This is our second episode of our podcast, and uh, I don't know about KP, but I am super excited to really get into this uh, podcast and share it with everybody. Absolutely. It was so fun talking about books with you last week. I'm excited to keep doing it every single week. I know. I mean, I could just talk about books every day. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So uh, first up, uh, let's talk about our last reads. KP, you want to go first? Sure. I am super excited about my last read uh, because it was a five star. Um, It's a YA book have it here have to take it to the library uh tomorrow um it's called alondra and it's by gina Thamia. sorry if i said that name wrong um it was so much fun this one i had a big smile on my face the whole time i was reading it um it's about these kids who um are starting up like a backyard wrestling troupe So it's like WWE style wrestling, but they do it on the playground of their neighborhood. Uh, It takes place over one summer. Uh, They're teenagers, so it's like the summer between junior and senior year. And it's just so fun. It's all about like just being a kid for a summer, living in the moment, uh, not worrying about anything else. So I I had a blast with it. Um, There's a lot of really real emotions in it as well, but mostly it was just pure fun to read. That's great. What uh, did you say if it was adult or young adult? It's young adult. It's young adult. Okay. Yep. It's That's all cool. teenagers. Like I think they're all seventeen-ish years old. I tell you what, man. I really enjoy um, reading young adult every now and again. Uh, not just because it kind of allows you to revisit your inner child, I guess, <laughs> or inner teen, but also like I think it's a palate cleanser. Uh, I read a lot of um, what uh, murder esque. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. And so, young adult for me is just uh, sometimes I just need a break from you know people dying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this one, this one was just that. I think a lot of the young adult that I read, and I think you do as well, is a lot of like figuring out yourself, and sometimes that can be just as deep and heart-wrenching. And while there were heart-wrenching parts of this book, it really was just like a bright, happy remember that you're a kid once and you should just enjoy it while you got it. So if nothing else, it made me feel like a kid again for for the time that I was reading it. So it was was a lot of fun. That's awesome because, you know, we're both in our 30s now. So uh, (laughs) I would really love it if... (laughs) could be a child again some days (laughs) yes yeah and even if you're not even if you're not into wrestling this one is a lot of fun good i have a question for you actually um so young adult uh there are some you know adult readers out there who think that young adult is too young for them what do you have to say to them well i would never want to yuck somebody's yum so um (laughs) It's, that's tough. I, I, I 
had this discussion with certain people who just say like, well, I graduated high school, so I'm kind of over that. Um, and that's fine. You know, respect to you. If you don't want to, if you don't want to experience that and read that, that's totally fine. There's some genres that I don't want to pick up either, but I do feel like in general, in the world, adults can learn so much from kids. And I think in reading young adults, there's a lot of that aspect as well, not to get too deep. Um, but I think there's also the sense that like this one, it's just fun. And for me, reading is a lot about escapism and young adult does that for me, especially when it's more of just a fun read. I agree. I agree. Uh, I know like there, there are plenty of genres that I don't like to read. Like if it's purely romance, it's not my jam. Um, <laughs> or, you know, really high fantasy. Like it's, it, I, if I need a glossary to fully <laughs> understand the story, um, I probably won't read it, especially whenever it's like a thousand some pages. Um, that just seems scary to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think young adult is also good for me because I, I don't always have the longest attention span. So when I see a book or somebody's recommending a book and it's like 800 pages, I'm like, eh, that right there alone makes me kind of like, eh, you know, I don't I don't want to I don't know. I don't want to pick that up. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally past the phase of like, ooh, I can read the biggest book in the class. I just want to read what's fun yeah. and enjoyable for me. So. Yeah, exactly. A lot of times that's YA. Yeah, I agree. And a lot of the YA that I read is is really queer. Um, mm -hmm. And so, because I can relate to it and it's kind of nice to have that uh, escape, escape uh, into uh, your teen years and kind of live vicariously through uh, certain characters because some of them have better experiences coming out than, than others. Um, mm -hmm. have had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And this one, this one, uh, definitely there were, there were some queer aspects to it. Um, yeah. So that's, that's another bonus, obviously for, for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. We love the queer. We love the yes. gay. Keep it gay. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, I read the third book in the Adam Binder series called Deadbeat Druid. It's by David R. Slayton. Uh, I finished that uh, trilogy, and uh, one word to describe the entire series was consistent. Uh, the whole series was just very consistent. You know how uh, whenever you read like a series or a trilogy, there's going to be like one or two books um, that just kind of flops. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, uh, there are some out there, but this did not. Like, I just felt like each book was very very good uh and the characters were fun uh at times like the romance is a little sappy but that's okay uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh i really enjoyed uh this one especially because uh the other books took place in like the real world uh that meets like a magical world so the first book kind of at the beginning takes place in Guthrie, Oklahoma, and then it moves to Denver, Colorado. And then the second book takes place purely in uh, uh, Guthrie. And then this book actually takes place in hell. Uh, so Ooh. that was that was a lot of fun. So uh, at the very end of, of book two, 
Okay, spoilers ahead, guys. Uh, at the very end of book two, uh, one of the characters, or actually a couple of the characters, uh, accidentally get uh, pulled into hell. And one of those characters is the love of our main character. And so, of course, he has to go and rescue him. So it's it's very fun to kind of see the different layers of hell. And uh, you really get to see more layers to certain characters that popped up in um, book two. And so uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I just I love magic. Uh, I did mention that. I'm not a big fan of high fantasy, which this isn't. It it is very like modern reality uh, with uh, magical elements. Uh, so I I really enjoyed it, and uh, I've I'm a huge fan of of Slayton, and so I'm very excited to see what else he he comes up with. I'm horrible at describing books. <laughs> Which is so funny because I'm, I'm doing a podcast about describing books and I'm you the know, I was thinking the same exact thing when I was trying to describe mine. <laughs> so we're doing great. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I, I want it to sound fantastic. And I think I'm focused too much on that. Like, I'm just going to say what I feel or what I'm thinking. Uh, because otherwise I'm going to want to come up with these like flashy words and really blow your minds and blow your socks off with my description. So um, yeah, let's just keep it. Less formal, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think it's, you know, that quote that's like, people won't remember what you say, but they'll remember how you make them feel. I feel like that's how I feel about books. Like I can't remember half the books I've read any of the plot points or whatever. But for the most part, if you show me a book cover, or tell me a book title, I remember, oh, I love that. Or, oh, that one made me feel really happy. Oh, what made you feel happy about it? I don't know. I read it a year ago. I don't remember that long ago. I don't remember the book I read last month. But, you know, I remember how it made me feel. So kind of like what you're saying is you want to talk about it so that it's razzle dazzle. But, you know, we do what we can. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're just going to do the best that we can. Like, like you, my memory isn't that great. <laughs> so um, I, 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 you know, just do whatever we can and, and, and just kind of talk about how much we love books. I think that's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I do have a question, if you don't mind, yeah. um, about, I don't remember the title. See, memory is great. Ed Beat Druid? <laughs> yes. Um, so this is the third book. You said this one is the first one that takes place not in our reality. Yeah. Um, was that world introduced in books one and two? Uh, so not hell, but, uh, they do, some of the characters will go into the, um, oh, crap what is it called like the other world sort of like the magical world like they're uh beyond the veil and so they will get transported everything looks the same so they could be in oklahoma city and then they go through the veil and there is oklahoma city like they can still see you know the buildings and things like that but there's magical creatures flying all over the place and uh so it's a little bit different and that's kind of how hell was so uh, they went through like Albuquerque and things like that uh, so they could see different um, 
cities as they traveled into the deeper, dark, darker places of hell. But uh, they saw. Did demons. you? Are you saying that Albuquerque is hell? No. <laughs> I mean, no, I lived not... there, so no comment from me, but. <laughs> I am not saying that. I'm just saying, like, that... that was one specific town that they went through. Okay, uh, they also okay. went Separate through. Separate from hell. Yes, separate. Got it, got it, got it, got it. It's like beyond the veil. So uh, it it looks similar to uh, our world, but there's going to be demons and ghosts and and things like that uh, and magical creatures. So um, I I think why, you know, hell kind of resembled that is as the whole like ghosts, whenever they die, they are, are walking west. Uh, toward this giant uh, body of water. And whenever they step into the body of water, then they move on to the afterlife. And and so oh, seeing cool. uh, these like recognizable uh, landmarks and things like that, uh, I think can kind of help them move on uh, as they're making their journey. The only bad thing is uh, there are demons and some of them will like to capture humans and feed off of them or will ghosts feed off of them. Uh, they feed off of their fears and, and things like that. One of them turns into what looks like a giant hotel. And uh, so each person in that is in a, or each ghost, I keep saying person, I mean, they're dead. Uh, each ghost uh, that is inhabiting a room uh, is really just being fed upon by this demon who is getting stronger and stronger. Okay, and very clever, nice. very clever demon though. Yeah, right? Yeah, so it's stopping huh. them from moving on and they slowly start to forget themselves a little bit. And so they mm. can't tell how much time has passed and yeah. Oh, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I agree. But it, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, the main character is gay and so uh, his the love of his life is bisexual. And then the elves and and things like that, uh, that are his, the main character's friends. And um, they, I I don't think they have a sexuality, really. I think they could go any direction (laughs) because they, you know, they're immortal, basically. So they live for hundreds of years. So I'm sure they've, you know, swung both ways. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yay for for bonus gay points. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Keep it gay, keep it gay. Yes. <laughs> Just like your background. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. I painted it myself. I know. I remember you sending me the pictures and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that voice was, but we'll bring it I think back later. That's your this is amazing voice. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> so what about your current read, KP? Okay. Don't judge me for this one. Okay. I just this morning started Paris Hilton's memoir. Nice. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So how is that? (laughs) Um, I am very early on in it. Um, I kind of have gone into it with really low expectations. (laughs) Um, but already I'm learning a lot that I didn't know about her. Uh, she had kind of a messed up childhood. Um, and it's, it's so far, it's kind of a downer. 
I was expecting like a happy, fun little like this is my party life. I went to this party and I went to that party and I'm friends with this celebrity and I did this TV show. But so far, it's it's actually like deep and real and hitting feels. And interesting. Yeah, not what I was expecting, but I'm I'm excited to keep reading it, actually. I know that was a big thing with Ashley Simpson's uh, memoir that she wrote uh, that came out quite a few years ago. Well, I don't quite a few, but a few years ago. And, you know, people have always considered Ashley Simpson to be kind of a ditzy blonde. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I know that many people really enjoyed her memoir because it was very deep and really looked at, you know, all the bad things of her childhood and, and life. Interesting. Well, now I'm going to have to add that one to my list because I haven't read that yet. I haven't read it yet uh, either. Ashley Simpson was the soundtrack of middle school for me, so I'm probably going to have to read it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I will eventually get to it. I'm, I'm, you know, nonfiction is, is not always my forte, but uh, I, I do enjoy a good memoir, especially if uh, the audio book, because I, I, if it's read by the person, then I think it's even better. You uh, literally just took the words out of my mouth because I was about to say so far, the best part about the book for me is that I'm listening to it and it's her reading it. And again, I love, especially with memoirs, I love hearing the author read it because they're able to put the emotion and the inflection into their telling of the words that wouldn't necessarily get picked up just from reading it. So I love that added little aspect. And bonus is that she's not reading it in her like over-exaggerated Paris Hilton voice. Um, She sounds, you know, it's obviously her voice, but she sounds a little bit more real. (laughs) That's good. I mean, you know, then that means that readers are definitely going to connect more if she's being authentic and real. Yeah, it's so far, it's very authentic, very real. That's awesome. Yeah. I may have to add it to, because I mean, Paris Hilton was a big part of, you know, my world growing up. So MTV, you know, VH1, all of that. So that's how I was exposed. And then like her friends with like Lindsay Lohan and and things like that. So all part of my childhood. So maybe uh, you'll have to let me know if uh, she goes into some of those party days. (laughs) Um, She did just tell this one part about um, the backstory behind. I don't know if you've seen the picture of her and Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan three up in the front seat of her little tiny sports car. Yeah, it's like yeah. kind of an iconic photo. And I've seen it as like a, a sun shield. Is that what okay. it's called? Where you put it in the windshield. It's like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and people print funny pictures. Well, I've seen that one on cars before. Um, she just talked about the backstory of that photo. So that was okay. interesting. Um, but yeah, I'll keep you posted and, and let you know if it's, uh, if it's worth the read. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think what about you? What are you, uh, what are you reading? Okay. So I am reading the last word by Taylor Adams. This, this author really, uh, I don't know, kind of became one of those go-to authors for me. And I just, I've only read one book by them. Uh, and the first one that I read was no exit. And, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That's who I thought it was. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You've read No Exit, right? The scariest book I've ever read. Isn't it so Yes. Creepy? 
so oh good. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. I don't know if anybody out there has, has read it, but you need to because it is a wild ride. And it is a wild ride from the very beginning to the very end. Mm-hmm. I think like the last um, maybe like minute uh, was there was still shit happening. <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Like I, that I've never gasped out loud more while reading a book. I have never had a literal jump scare where I jumped except for reading that book. Like I've never had one from a book. Movies, sure. Yeah. That book made me jump out of my skin. Yeah. So scary. So good. Anyway, Uh, so this is another book. Yeah, this is another book uh, by Taylor Adams. Yes. <laughs> uh, so No Exit was, uh, I'll give you a little bit about it. Um, so it, for those who haven't read it, uh, there's a, a girl in her 20s. She is driving uh, across country to uh, go to a hospital because her mom is um not going to make it. And so uh, she, there's a huge snowstorm in Colorado and she has to stop at a uh, rest stop. And whenever she's about to go inside, there's a white van that she parks behind or beside. And she sees a little girl locked up in a cage in the back of the van. And she doesn't know who uh, the car belongs to because there are, I think, four other people in the rest stop or something like four or five. And there's, so you, there's enough, enough yeah. that there's lots of suspects. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, I have to rescue this little girl, but I have to be, you know, uh, you know, secretive because I, I can't let them, the person know who it belongs to, can't let them know that I'm trying this. Uh, so yeah, it's a crazy, crazy book. But this one, so this is, I think, even creepier because you and i love to read creepier so, yes creepier so ah, okay, I, i'm only okay. like half halfway through but uh don't so, mean everything but don't spoil it <laughs> okay I, I won't spoil anything so uh this lady uh her her husband passes away and she just completely stops living and so uh you know she could be homeless but she gets hired to uh, stay at a lake house and basically ha- house it for this person during the off season. And so she spends her time reading eBooks, uh, you know, just all day long and uh, to keep herself distracted. And a lot of them are, you know, books that you would get like on Kindle unlimited, you know, free or, or whatever, or really cheap, like 99 cents. And her neighbor, uh, who's an older man, uh, they play hangman. Uh, through the window, they both have telescopes. And so they have a whiteboard to where they can see it. And so they'll like play hangman. And that's how they communicate is just through a whiteboard. Uh, and it's very cute. Uh, <laughs> I can't decide if it's creepy or cute. Okay, well, it, it, it you know, it, but maybe it's just because I'm coming at it from like a creeped out yeah. <laughs> perspective. All right, yes. we'll say it's cute. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he recommends a book to uh, her that is like murder at the lake or or murder at the I don't I don't remember what the the title was, but she absolutely hated it. Like it was a god awful book. Uh, the book was written uh, from the point of view of the the killer uh, and the uh, characters uh, besides the killer were just very flat and um stereotypical and uh things like that and so 
she writes a one-star review, and it's a very scathing review of the book on Amazon. And the author contacts her uh, on Amazon and says, uh, you need to take that down because you're affecting my livelihood. And she sticks to her guns. She's like, no, I'm not going to take it down because other readers, you know, they need to, you know, see other people's experiences with the the book. And uh, they're like, I'm going to give you one last chance. Like, you take it down now. Uh, and she's, no, no. Well, then some weird shit starts happening. Uh, she starts seeing a man standing in the bedroom uh, and she starts hearing noises. In her bedroom? And in the bedroom at the lake house, yes. And uh, <laughs> then uh, there's one night in particular. Uh, it's it's actually toward the beginning. Like, it, it gets the ball rolling just like uh, No Exit did. And uh, there, the motion light goes on. And she's looking out the um, peephole. And you know how it's kind of limited sight, like a peephole is. And so she can't see any anybody on the porch or anything on the porch. Uh, and so she's thinking about unlocking it, unlocking the door. She's about to, and then she decides not to. Well, the next day, the lady uh, who owns the house has, you know, camera uh, outside, like the doorbell camera, sends her a video of a guy Stop. in a in a uh like devil mask uh what? standing on the porch he was standing like just out of sight of the peephole <laughs> <laughs> and uh my so worst just, nightmare <laughs> right and so i just uh got to one part in particular where it's like the next night and somebody knocks on the door in the middle of the night and it's kind of sounds like her next door neighbor. Uh, and he, you know, oh my goodness, there was, a, you know, he's an older man. Like, there's somebody in my house and I ran over here. I called the police. Can I come inside and, and wait, you know, with you until the police come? And then she, like, realizes that's not him. And she says, I know you're not. Uh, I can't remember the neighbor's name. Uh, I know you're not him. And then the voice changes and it's actually uh, the author who's like, Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm giving you one last chance to to take it down. And she's, uh, you know, like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, well, uh, I guess reality or uh, story is going to become reality. And she's like, what do you mean? <clears throat> well, my next book, Murder at the Lake House. Ah! <laughs> okay. So, okay. What is this one called? It's called The Last Word. It just uh, came out uh, this year, I think. Okay. Yeah. That it's is so freaking good. Getting expedited near the top of the list. <laughs> yeah, it's so near the top of just... the list is still like 50 bucks, but still. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, my TBR is forever growing. I think I have like mm -hmm. 600 books on my TBR on Goodreads. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but I also have like over 600 read. So I'm... yeah. Brush your shoulders off. There you go. <laughs> Don't get about yourself. But yeah, it's super creepy. And I've never written a scathing review. I have given books, you know, one star, two stars. Mm -hmm. uh, and I would never review it unless uh, it's something like, this book wasn't particularly for me, but I can understand how other people mm -hmm. would enjoy it. Uh, and so just to kind of explain, you know, why I gave it a lower review. Uh, but I can't imagine because there are some people out there who give just scathing reviews mm -hmm. of books. So can you imagine like an author 
you know, coming after you and trying Scott, to you. don't get any ideas in case anybody writes a scathing <laughs> review for you. <laughs> don't get any ideas. I have already received one. Uh, <laughs> I don't think the uh, audio I don't think the audio quality for this podcast would be great if we're filming with you in prison. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh so we won't talk about, you know, my negative reviews. <laughs> Uh, but I, 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 you know, I've gotten to the point where I don't really care. Like, I'm just happy that I actually accomplished a dream and wrote a book. You so, wrote a book. I wrote a book. I can actually say that. It's in the Library of Congress, guys. Yes. <laughs> it's also in my public library. It's in my your job. public library. Yeah. So that's awesome. <laughs> so, um, uh, Speaking of scathing reviews. Okay. Should we uh, boot some books? Yes, let's boot some books. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, everyone, it is time for our little game of I Borrow Boot, which is similar to Fuck, Mary Kill, but with books. Uh, so it, both KP and I, we picked out uh, books from our own, uh, not our own. Uh, I picked out three books from KP's red list, and then uh, she picked out books from mine. And we will let, we don't know what they are. Uh, so we're finding out for, you know, all you guys find out. And then we have to decide which book is a buy, uh, which book is a borrow, and which book is a boot. So KP, uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I will, t I'll, I'll, like, I'll go first saying books on your list. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. okay. I'm ready. I have, uh, The Lake by Natasha Preston. Okay. The Holdout by Graham Moore. Okay. And This Is How You Lose the Time War by Amal El Motar. Okay. Again, sorry if I'm butchering people's names. No, I, yeah, I, I'm horrible with names too, so I completely understand. Uh, I don't need Goodreads this time. Like, I was about to grab my phone and, like, look at the book uh, Goodreads just to see if, <laughs> if I, uh, you know, needed a refresher. But I, I do remember all of these books, and I think it's much easier than, than our last episode. Okay, uh, good. Me, <laughs> so, um, The Holdout is definitely a buy. This was a fantastic book. Uh, it's about a jury uh, who years ago were on a, well, in a court case, <laughs> obviously. And <laughs> they make a decision on a uh, murder case and uh, the person goes to, to jail. Uh, well, years later, uh, they, some, one of the um, members ends up getting killed. Uh, and so they realize that maybe they uh i'm doing a horrible job they realize that maybe they didn't uh find actually convict the right killer so uh it's a kind of cat and mouse game with the, the lead character trying to figure out who the actual killer was uh, and who's actually killing the jurors um, i agree i agree with um i have read that one that one i agree is a buy yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I like was I really want to do impressed. a reread of this one when I when I picked it for the list. I was like, I gotta reread that soon. Yeah, definitely. And the author is actually like a award winning director, I think. Uh, playwright, and, and screen, right? Playwright, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Screenwriter, so playwriter, screenwriter, something. yeah, something like that. And so uh, this was his first um, 
uh, novel. And so I, I, it, I was very impressed with it. Uh, okay, so The Lake, no wait, hold on. Uh, this is how we win the time war, will definitely be my uh, borrow. And then the lake will be the boot. Um, I had to read This Is How We Win the Time War for a queer book club uh, here and uh, called the Reading Rainbow Book Club. And I thought it was okay. Like it was it was queer, you know, lesbians uh, or two female characters. They were in love and uh they were traveling through time, leaving each other, you know, notes and things like that. And it was, it was weird, but uh, <laughs> it was definitely more enjoyable than the lake. In, in my opinion, uh, I was very disappointed. Like I, at first it was a very solid book and then it, uh, the ending just ruined it for me. So I'm not going to, to give it, but I, I was like, this is, oh, I don't want to leave a bad review, <laughs> but to me, it was, it wasn't great. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All so right. what you got for your, me? I think I picked out some that are going to be very difficult for you. Ah, okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Just kind of, uh, you know, payback for, for last, last episode. Uh, okay. So, uh, dark corners by Megan golden, uh, which is the second in the, uh, night swim series rachel crawl yeah 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 uh girls like girls by Haley kyoko and okay the it girl by ruth ware uh. <laughs> okay i had fun with this <laughs> yeah this is mean <laughs> um wow this is really tough I think the it girl is going to be my boot. Okay. Not because in a different lineup, I don't think it would be a boot. Okay. But in this lineup, I gave Dark Corners and Girls Like Girls five stars each. So those are both five star books for me. So <laughs> for that reason alone, the it girl, I'm sorry, Ruth Ware, great book, um, but I have to boot it. I think. Dark Corners is going to be my borrow. Okay. Um, I loved it. It was so good. I love uh, Megan Golden. And it's a great book. I don't know that I see myself rereading it. Okay. But an absolute definitely read at least once. Awesome. So that's my borrow. And then Girls Like Girls, it was so, so good. Um, I love it. I read it what, a month ago, maybe? And I'm already ready, like, it's, I already have it on my want to reread list. Um, so it was just, it was a really enjoyable read. Um, based on the title and the the book is based on a song, I thought it was going to be like a really happy-go-lucky book, but it, that book definitely made me cry multiple times. Like it hit a lot of feels. Um, so yeah, that's my buy. Okay, I'm gonna have that wasn't so bad. List. Okay, good, good, good. Well, so I didn't, you know, sabotage you or anything. So <laughs> that's and for a second there, it felt like a sabotage, but yeah, because I picked I came out, out two, of it. Five, two five stars and a four star. I know, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I think you kind of did the same uh, with me last week. It was like I two, did two five stars or something like that. So. Yeah, I sure yeah. did. 
Okay, guys, uh, we are going to go into another uh, new section uh, or new segment for us uh, called book-related questions. So Ooh. we uh, are going to answer a few book-related questions that we see on social media uh, and try and uh, answer them to the best of our ability. So first and we're going to go as rapid fire as possible. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, what is your favorite genre? All right. I just said we're going to go as rapid fire as possible, <laughs> but you know what? I'm, I've always been a little long winded and I can't pick just <laughs> one thing. So I have three favorite genres, okay. sapphic fiction, mystery slash thriller and memoirs. Awesome. Okay. How about you? I, I love those. Uh, horror. And not horror, but horror. <laughs> Good distinction. <laughs> yeah. Psychological thrillers and then queer Ooh. lit. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I, I love to be scared. Uh, so what is your favorite book of 2023 so far? All right. I want to say In the Lives of Puppets by TJ Klune. But if you listened last week, you know that we already fangirled way too much about that book. So instead, I'm going to say Tuesday Mooney Talks to Ghosts by Kate Raculia. Okay. And my other favorite is A Million to One by Adiba Jagirdar. Okay, awesome. Uh, mine, uh, definitely in the lives of puppets so far. Uh, but like you said, uh, we already, <laughs> you know, gave it glowing reviews last, last episode. Uh, so uh, I chose that one and then Look Closer by David Ellis, uh, which is a psychological thriller. And it's just freaking fantastic. It unravels like an onion. Um, let's see. Yeah. Okay. I added that one to my list after, after last week. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was just freaking awesome. <laughs> so many <laughs> twists and turns. Uh, what is the last book that made you cry? Um, the book I talked about earlier, my last read, Alondra. Okay. Okay. Mine was in the lives of puppets. So okay. I, I did, I did crack a few tears. <laughs> you crack a few tears. <laughs> what? what does that mean? <laughs> Shed a few tears. There we go. Crack. <laughs> My I eyes kinda, literally like cracked better. <laughs> they crack you might, open. <laughs> you might want to get your tear ducts checked. <laughs> yeah. If your eyes are cracking open, folks, um, maybe you should go see an eye doctor. <laughs> God. Uh, so how do you prefer to read books? Paperback, hardback, audio books or ebooks um so as i said earlier memoirs i want to listen to them especially if they're read by the author um but otherwise i really like holding my kindle and reading my books on a kindle yeah. i like turning pages but you know i've dropped enough books on my face when i'm laying in bed reading at night with the book over my head that kindle is just better I agree. I agree. And my little life hack is to put a pop socket on the back of the Kindle. What? Even better. Oh my God. That like changes everything. I'm going to have to do that. I love that you have visuals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have the book and, to show. And or, or the sound like effects of the pop socket. Uh, ASMR pop socket. <laughs> uh, okay. So what about you? I, I prefer audiobooks uh, just because I don't always have a lot of time to like sit down and read. And so um, I do a lot of, of traveling between libraries because uh, I may work at one location most of the time, but I have to travel to five other locations uh, throughout the month and, or four other locations. Sorry. Uh, so uh, I can just plug it into my car and listen. So I, I love that, especially if the book is too long. I cannot focus on a long book 
uh, for, you know, by sitting down and reading it, I have to listen to it. And then my next favorite would be eBooks similar to you. I mean, it's just so convenient and you can have multiple books on there. Uh, It's so much easier than carrying around, you know, a stack of hardbacks or paperbacks in my opinion, and it's easier to hold. So if you're laying down, you don't get a face full of book. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And I especially love like with the Kindle app, you know, I can read it on my Kindle, but if I'm out and about and I forget to grab my Kindle, I'm sitting at the doctor's waiting room. I can pull it up on my phone. It's synced to where I left off. It's great. We're not sponsored by Kindle, but if they would like to sponsor us, hit us up. Heck yeah, we will. (laughs) I love what, uh, do you have a Kindle Paperwhite? Um, Do you have have a tablet? a Kindle? Just a regular Kindle. <laughs> I don't know, whatever this one is. I think it's a paper white. Yeah. It's just sure. a e-reader. It's not like a tablet or anything. Correct. Like. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Kindle paper white. I have an Oasis and it's a little bit wider. Um, and it has like a little divot sort of to where it kind of uh oh. sits into your hand. Yeah, I know bit. which one you're talking about. Yeah. So um I, I got that. I uh traded in my uh, Kindle Paperwhite and went for that. So so you don't uh, need the pop socket. It's it's kind of, the handle is it, built yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. But I may try the pop socket because, you know, you can pop that out. <laughs> changes everything. <laughs> it changes everything whenever you can pop out a pop socket. <laughs> How many times can we say pop? Uh, <laughs> okay, well, folks, I think that is the end for us. Uh, we hope that you all enjoyed today's episode. Uh, visit the link in our bio if you would like to purchase any of the books that are mentioned uh, in today's podcast or, or previous podcasts. If you purchase through our bookshop link, uh, proceeds will help support independent bookstores worldwide. Uh, so make sure you do that. Um, and then also make sure to like, share, and follow us and subscribe. Uh, you can follow Unsolicited Book Reviews on Instagram at UBR Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Scott underscore the librarian. And then you can follow KP on Instagram at Ninja Purtle 80. Ninja Purtle, P I R T L E 80. <laughs> okay, folks. Well, you all have a good one, and we can't wait to uh, entertain you with the next episode. Woohoo. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs>